You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. I am Lisa Wysocki. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, February 10th, episode 3117, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, Lisa, thanks again for joining us. I think Glenn is the life raft that he uh, had to jump on is now floating on. Um, a, they made it to an island in the I'm middle so of glad. the Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. So should be fun. Should be fun. But yes. uh, you're you're back and it's Friday, our favorite day. It really is. Bad ads. And I get to list the prizes today and tell you guys what they are. And they're ridiculously awesome. So if you ever want to try to win a prize this is the time because the prizes are great six hundred dollars in prizes we've also got the yardglider.com william from yardglider which apparently you have one so I we're going to learn what the heck that is and uh also i've, I've, I've got to talk to you about something i okay. something that yeah. came up that i saw on the horses in the morning auditors facebook page and it has lent me more questions than answers. <laughs> and also, we have to talk about a little um, discrepancy that you're having. And what you call it? A discussion? A discussion, a, yes. A discussion with your editor. So we'll get to yes. all of that. But first, let's have our Daily Winnie. So, Jamie, yesterday I stopped at McDonald's and I don't drink hot coffee, but I drink iced coffee. And so I, I ordered my iced coffee and I drive up to the window to pay. And this lady who was taking the money was as country as country could be. And, you know, I do not do Southern accents. But she looked at me and she said, I seen you on the TV. <laughs> And she didn't so, say that. She said, hi, I seen you on the TV. That's exactly how she said it. <laughs> <laughs> and so here in Nashville, I'm occasionally, like a couple times a month, I'm on one of the, the news broadcasts for various things. So I might be talking about books, or I might be talking about therapeutic writing, or I might be talking about homelessness, or I might be talking about one of our writing students. And we've got the four networks, so I kind of rotate. So, you know, a couple times a month, I am on the local news. And then she kind of she kind of nodded to herself and she said, yep, I seen you on the TV. And, and I said, yeah. And I was afraid she was going to yell at me because she was looking really mad. And she said, uh, you help them homeless people. And I said, yes, ma'am, uh, I do. And she said, praise Jesus for you. <laughs> Aww. I know, I know. And I'm like, oh, okay, she's not yelling at me. And she said, your money ain't no good here. You just go on, you go get your iced coffee, it's all taken care of. Oh, 
my God. That's know. so sweet. I know. I know. And so I'm like, oh, and so anyway, I drive out and get my iced coffee and I'm feeling really guilty about drinking it because I feel like I should share it with the whole team. Homeless that population. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that'd be really gross. So um, anyway, my, my daily when he goes out to the lady at McDonald's who has taken my money and gave me an iced coffee. Okay. The, let's redo it though. Like, <laughs> except for I'm the McDonald's worker. Okay. And you're you in your car. Okay. okay. So you drive up. And Happy 427. Oh my God. Y'all, you ain't going to believe this. Use that lady from the TV. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Girl, I don't saw you on my TV. And you know what? You're so pretty. Okay. And you know what? Ain't you, wait a second. Ain't you that lady? You help all them homeless people, don't you? Yes, ma'am. I do. Well, hell, your money ain't no good here, sister. You gonna just go on up there, get your coffee. I gotta take care of, and you don't help everybody in the whole Nashville area with all the things that they need to do. And you an angel, <laughs> baby, okay? And you ain't paying for your money. Ain't no good here. You ain't paying for nothing. <laughs> um, she wasn't quite that talkative, but um, that was really <laughs> impressive, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> it's like I know people in the South that work at McDonald's. Like I've yes. been there. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> that's so sweet though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, that's nice. That's really nice. It was nice. And the coffee was really good. So yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, my daily Winnie goes out to, oh gosh, bless her heart. April Kamek, our listener auditor who is coming tomorrow to deliver finally my new pony, my new giant perch on cross pony. Um, did you hear about this I new horse? I did. And I have seen pictures of him on Facebook and she went to look at him for you. And it, it was kind of a, what, a rescue situation almost? Uh, no, I paid of. pretty good money for this. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but but he needed me. Yes, so I guess that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it certainly is a rescue type situation. <clears throat> I don't I don't think he needed to go and do the job that he had been doing anymore. And yeah. he's a, apparently a little saint. And so his name is Jack. I named him after one of the characters in Black Beauty because it was just such a Black Beauty story where he was a Amish plow horse and and then he went and he's been pulling carriages in Corpus Christi, Texas. And uh, for those who don't know, it's pretty warm down there. Mm -hmm. Not going to lie. It it's is. pretty toasty. Uh, so he's been working and he's 19 or 20 or somewhere around that. And um, they put him up for sale. And mm -hmm. I just couldn't not buy him for, for a few reasons. I mean, he'll, he'll have a job here. You know, I, I have Duke who is 30 this year. And Duke is awesome because he helps me start all the baby horses, right? which means I hop on him and then the, somebody will hop on the baby horse or vice versa. And, you know, he's just really been struggling. He's got um, a paralyzed flap, which he came with mm. when he, I got him when he was 17 and he came with it and it's just progressively gotten worse to where like walking on the trail he can't do it anymore oh. he just we, we have to stop like three times to let him catch his breath because yeah. he's here i'm like <laughs> yeah poor guy bless his little heart <laughs> and uh you know it, yesterday he gave me a bit of a scare because he just was laying he just we had rain for two days so i'm attributing it to that the fact that he finally could lay out in the sun but you know horses when they lay down they lay down probably about you know three hours a day but they lay flat out 15 right. minutes a day 
right? Would you agree with that? Exactly. Yes. He laid flat out probably eight to 10 times yesterday. Oh my. And has just been laying down a lot. And, you know, so I'm exhausted. Just so tired, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, he like has a, a run and shed that's full of hay. Like he he's got places to lay down, but I th- I'm I'm attributing it to the fact that he just wanted to sunbathe a little sure. bit, um, because he's thirty and he can do whatever he wants. And so he laid down a lot yesterday, and I you know I pull him up and I. I start teaching farm boy about how to get a TPR and what a mm-hmm. CRT is and how to check the, t- the tenting and the skin, you know, and like yep. all of that. So I, we, we used it as a educational opportunity and everything was normal. He seemed a little dehydrated, but other than that, he's eating good. He was nickering at me for food, but it definitely made my, I didn't sleep great last night because, and of course, first thing this morning as the sun comes up, I look, I was like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. You okay. He's standing up. So one of those, but then on the same side, so so that's what Jack is gonna do is come in and give Duke a little bit of a break as far as uh earning a living. So hopefully he'll be one that I can hop on and walk around and stuff. And he's not like super saddle trained, but you can sit on him and, and apparently with carriage horses, I didn't know and, and those of you who drive horses a lot are going to have to help me because he is voice trained for everything. Like you go to squeeze him to get him to go forward. Like say you want him to trot and you squeeze him with your legs. He doesn't trot. But if you say trot on and there he goes. Yeah. It's weird. I've never had that. So I don't know. And I've, I haven't talked to the, the former owner. I don't know what the vocal cues are. So if anybody has any good uh, ideas of uh, and knowledge and what this kind of situation is, definitely shoot me an email or a Facebook message for sure. Um, but anyway, so he comes tomorrow. He's making the trek from South Texas and coming up here. And, and she kept him for a couple of weeks because he was barely frail i guess yeah. you know and so wanted to get his his uh coggins done and bring him up here i'm gonna get all the things done when he gets here i've got an appointment with the vet for teeth and and vaccines it's all it just gr- lube and grease just take it into the <laughs> shop and fix what needs to get fixed oh he just you know he just fell into the right place for sure well, as she yeah. said, he's very sweet and I'm so excited to meet him. And, and it's been, you know, a month, I think, close yeah. to. So I'm excited to finally get my hands on him and, and smooch his nose. <laughs> yes. uh, and give Duke a friend out there. So because yes. Duke lives with Effie, my little filly, and um, I'm sure he'd love some adult company. <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> Like you have to have some job, Duke. You're a babysitter. Yes. <laughs> so they get here tomorrow, and then um, we're gonna—they're gonna stay here and and stay at the house for for the day, and then head out on Sunday. So I'm trying to figure out what to do. There's no chicken auction, so I don't know how to entertain oh, April gee. and her family. I know it's crazy. What am April's I pretty easy. I mean, she she can she's she's grown up and can entertain herself, but um, yeah, be some be good to have just something fun. Yeah, exactly. So they're coming tomorrow. So I get to meet Jack tomorrow. So I'm so excited. Now, um, something came up that I'm interested in learning more about. Is this even a thing? Now, Steph posted this uh, on the Facebook page. And again, half my content comes from Facebook. So thank you. (laughs) Um, This is a, it's from High Point Performance Horses. And the ad is a picture of a beautiful black quarter horse 
and it's high performance sources, Philly or cult now offering sexed semen that wow. you can buy for slick by design and winner's version. And I don't know what ICSC is. I should probably look that up, but I- I'm assuming it's artificial insemination. Somehow they've got ICSC anyway. Some kind of number. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess you can purchase semen, a box, you know, like when I bred my mare, you order semen and then they collect it and then they mm-hmm. ship it. And it's like all done fairly quickly. Like, Get it in, put it in the box, mail it out, get it on the plane, send it where it needs right. to go. So this at something is is they're offering you can either choose do you want female semen or male semen? And by that I mean you can pick the the baby. Have you ever heard of this? No, I have never heard of this. And so this brings up all kinds of questions in my mind. So what happens if you don't get the sex you paid for? And also, is everybody going to choose male or is everybody going to choose female? And then all of a sudden, we've got a glut of one sex or the other on the market. So it does say here that live correct gender full guarantee or stud fee will be reimbursed. Wow. But that- so then how do they do that? I mean, how, how do they, how do they separate? I, I don't know. They they look separate? at our microscope and they're like, you over here and you <laughs> go over here and you go over here. So we can now choose sexes of, let me tell you, this would have been a heck of a lot easier when I was breeding. Cause I really wanted a cult yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and two out of the three ended up being fillies, of course. <laughs> but they were saying that I was reading through some of the comments and apparently it's been going on for cat going on with cattle and that humans do this, but it's only 80%. And, uh, I, I, I don't, I wow. didn't know this was a thing. Me either. You learn something every single day, but I don't know. I, I kind of like the, the excitement of, of, is it going to be a boy or is it going to be a girl? And, and I kind of like that. I don't. I d- I did. No, I don't. You know, when I was having I a kid, I was like, "You let me know as soon as possible what this thing well, when, is." With a kid, <laughs> yes, but, but with the, with a foal, I I like I like waiting and and knowing when it's born. But um, yeah, I think with a kid, it's different because okay, you either have to choose yellow or green if you don't know what the sex is. Otherwise, you can get sex or, or appropriate colors and things for the for your baby. So that's helpful to know. And names. I wanted a black cold. Where was this when I was here? <laughs> okay, so Allie, who is kind of a repro expert, has worked at a bunch of the reproductive centers. She said, the repro center I worked for was partnered with Gene Tech, and we worked with High Point a lot as we started up with ICSI work. The process is fascinating. The reason it's a big deal now is because you can't super ovulate horses like you can with humans or cows with IVE. You can only pull as many follicles out as they produce naturally, which is usually anywhere from 2 to 12. It's hard to get even one successfully fertilized ova out of an aspiration, so this means they must have really improved their process with this insemination. Also, Gene Tech is in Purcell, Oklahoma, right near Jamie. Hey, they're right down the street. I am going to go and find somebody to talk to you about this. You know, it'd be interesting to have them on the show just to to learn more about it because I'm sure a lot of people would be really interested. And I'm also want to call High Point and be like, yeah, like just the question you said, which is, what do people really want? Do they yeah. want mares? Do they want colts? Like, yeah, I mean, so many people love their geldings, you know, just the steady eddies. But then you have to geld the gelding, and and um, but if we have all geldings, then we don't have any mares to breed. 
my friend who's a breeder, she always wants fillies. She's like, sure. I just want a filly and she'll have like seven colts in a row. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I just want a colt and I'll have two out of three or fillies, you know, like it, it happens. So it'd be interesting to see. Gosh, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it I mean, is. I have, like I said, I have more questions than answers. So uh, we'll yep. continue to deep dive on the mare or colt, Philly or colt, XY semen selection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. Now, um, there is something going on. First of all, it, it, for those who have been living under a rock, you're a published author and you're kind of a big deal. Aside from getting free coffees in the <laughs> McDonald's drive through you are a published author and you've written a lot of books and you put us in the books and all sorts of cool stuff. Now you've got another book coming out. Tell us about this. Yeah. So, so the, the sixth cat and right book, just a little backstory. It involves a cold case. So uh, my main character cat and right has a foster child named Bubba. Uh, Bubba's asking questions about his mom who ran off when he was, much, much smaller. And Bubba's been in the book since the beginning. Since the beginning. And um, anyway, he's asking questions about his mom. So Kat's trying to solve this cold case. Like, like it's not even really a cold case. It's like, where is his mom? And somehow Glenn's scooter gets involved in the investigation. Don't oh, come ask on. Me, seriously, don't ask me how it happened, but it did. So Scooter has a has a role in in the book. And the books feature a an Appaloosa mare who is either very intuitive or she's psychic. We don't really know. So because we're, we're looking for a mom and my main character is, is female and we have this mare who's intuitive, one of the titles of the proposed titles of the book is The Mare Equation. All of the now books. tell everybody the other titles so they can get yeah. The, so there's there's the opium equation, the magnum equation, the fame equation, the main equation, and the rain equation. R e i n, where you were um, almost a murderer, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. To find out yeah, if I was a murderer. Yeah, she may have murdered somebody. Um, so so we're trying to decide. The, the publisher and I are having this discussion. It's not an argument. It's I tell myself it's a discussion. <laughs> Whether it should be the cold equation or the mare equation. And so I just would like to get everybody's feedback. And I'll probably put something in the auditor room, maybe a little poll or just even just a post and and get everybody's thoughts about that because it makes uh, sense to have it the cold equation because it's a cold case, but it makes yeah. sense to have the mare equation because of the so many females involved in this. Exactly. Um, exactly. And and I and honestly, I'm not really leaning one way or the other and um but i can see sides for both just as you said and um so it's it's very it's the dilemma that keeps me up at night i mean the cold equation makes a lot of sense because it's a cold case but yes, if somebody's just looking is. at that on the shelf it doesn't scream horse book which no it all doesn't horsey so exactly. by saying mare equation it's still very um appropriate for the title but also it lends to a little bit of more of an equine theme it so does. i'd probably go with mare if you want my there you go there you go we have one vote in but then if you <laughs> if you do mare equation then does is that a turn off for somebody who might really enjoy the books but isn't a horse person yet who would be reading these books that is not a horse person? You know, there are 
we do have readers who who are not horse people. Uh, I believe you because yeah. most people people that like murder yeah. things and yeah, they they just like mysteries and mysteries. they like to solve the puzzle. That's that yeah, that's that's in the in the book. They like to solve the puzzle. That is um, what's fun about your books is like it's it's that classic who done it when you get to the end like and, and you're so good at leading people down the wrong path because <laughs> I'm like oh this person did it I got it I got it and then like oh boom punch me in the face I was wrong you know so that's what's really fun about your books so yeah Thank you're you. right like <sighs> yeah so I don't know but I, I would really like to get everybody's thoughts. You know, when we did the first cover for the Opium Equation, I, I, I know I've told this story, so I'll make it quick. But I really wanted spots on the cover on the horse because my character is an Appaloosa horse trainer or was. She's kind of branched out since then. But my publisher said no. And so I did a Facebook poll with my with my Facebook friends. And this is so interesting, Jamie. 78% of the people said that they would like the cover with the spots on it, but the 22% of people who said they didn't like the cover with the spots said there was no way in hell they would ever pick up a co- a book that had a Western-themed, uh, and it's not a Western, but a, a Western-disciplined horse on it, and they were all like dressage riders. Ah, okay. Well, so, you know what? Problem solved. You're going to call it the yeah. cold mare equation. <laughs> <laughs> And it, it, just add a winter theme to it. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Problem solved. But I still would like everybody's opinion. Because <laughs> if you said the mare cold equation, it sounds like she has a cold and she's sick. This so is true. In the cold mare equation, just blanket her. You'll be fine. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Problem solved. Never mind. There we go. <laughs> So when are you thinking you're going to, so are you in the process of writing it right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been, I've been working on it. It'll be out in the fall sometime. How, how do you balance your schedule? Like, so I write at night because that way I, I don't feel obligated to answer phone calls or texts or emails and I'm not, I'm not interrupted. And so when I write, I mean, this sounds so bizarre, but these characters actually are in my head and and they speak to me, and if if somebody interrupts me, then it's like it takes me like twenty minutes to kind of get back in that mind frame. And my my character, Cat Enright, can be a little bit snarky, might be the word. And so <laughs> I write at night because if I write during the day, then people around me tell me that that I have a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so you're channeling this character that you. I am. Yeah, I do, and um, so. So it, it helps me to just to write. I saw usually about seven o'clock. I just turn everything off. I start writing and I'll write till two or three o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then uh, you've got this human character, this person you've created. And <clears throat> excuse me, there there is potentially what's going on with the TV and movie and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So so there was a big meeting yesterday and I was not there. I mean, it was just amongst all of the TV people. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't have, I don't have an update for that. But last I heard, we were supposed to be shooting um, in Saskatchewan sometime this summer. So, yeah. So um, the script is the, the pilot script treatment, whatever they call it, that's done. Um, And I think, you know, they're just doing what they do. So I talked with the agent who sold the book. I talked with him on Wednesday. Everything's good. So um, yeah. So and, that's, and that's have they done any casting? No, not yet. So, you know, 
Brad Pitt can't play Glenn just yet. No. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <So>. Who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. Well, please yeah. definitely keep us up to date on that. And uh, I will. We're going to get to our first guest here in a second. But first, before we talk to William Behrens from YardGlider.com, uh, let's take a listen from our title sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products. She swallowed hard as they walked into the start box. She could feel his muscles tense under her leg. Five, four, three, two, one. Have a great ride. She didn't have to ask. He galloped out of the box and across the field toward their first training level course. His ears pricked. Her heart pounded. He attacked each obstacle with confidence, clearing them with room to spare. A huge smile broke out on her face as she crossed through the finish flags. She leaned forward and buried her face in his neck. Their bond of love and trust blocked out all else. This love story is brought to you by Elevate. Research proven to have superior bioavailability, Elevate supplies the essential vitamin E often missing from the equine diet. Its all-natural formula supports healthy muscle and nerve functions. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. I am very excited to welcome William Behrens to Horses in the Morning. He has developed a product called the Yard Glider, and it's this amazing farm tool that everybody needs. Uh, Welcome, William. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, so how, tell us, first of all, what is the Yard Glider? So the elevator pitch for the Yard Glider is, have you ever moved anything in your yard with a tarp? So if you've done that, then the Yard Glider is kind of like a tarp on steroids. We have, it's a, a heavy-duty plastic mat that we have a very reinforced pull bar. You can drag nearly anything with it. It's extremely durable. We're able to roll it up for shipping, so there's no LTL freight. And you can load many items without even having to lift them. We can haul 2,500 pounds plus with the yard glider. It's uh, just a fantastic way to move things. Very similar to the old stone boats that farmers used to use. That's amazing. So what made you decide to develop this product? So it was out of necessity. <laughs> we, as, as many of us have, we have hauled things in our yards, as, as like I said, with tarps, uh, truck bed liners, plywood, just anything you can find. Uh, we've done that for many, many years. Um, a few years ago during Hurricane Sally, or after Hurricane Sally, mm-hmm. um, my buddy and I, um, who is my our um, production manager now, um, we were working in the yard, cleaning up from Sally, and uh, the help that we had with tractors had left, and we still had some large tree trunks to move. So he had an old craftsman mower and yep. a piece of a truck bed liner. He decided, I think we can move it with that. I don't think that'll do it. Well, three of us rolled that log on there. He took off with it, dumped it at the road, and came right back. I'm like, that. So it, it really went from there, because even though we had used that before, that's when it was eye-opening for me that this has a lot more potential and more people needed this. 
Well, the um, truck bed liner manufacturers weren't interested. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they said they had better things to do. So we had to find something that was similar to that material that we could also roll because LTL freight was going to be too expensive. And that's how it came about. It was something that we needed. We saw, watched other people doing hurricane cleanup, saw that they needed it, and it, and it just grew from there. You know, in, in full disclosure, I have a yard glider, or Colby's Army has a yard glider, and we used it yesterday. Uh, we moved tires. We moved square bales of hay. We moved some loose uh, bamboo stalks, and we moved some manure. And it's it just hooks up both to our tractor and to our uh, our lawn tractor. But what I think is really cool is you've got some pictures on your website at yardglider.com of this being pulled by a horse or a donkey. How did that come about? Yes. Well, that was <laughs> part of the, the growth of the product and the brand. Um, of course, we knew what we could use it for. Mm-hmm. That's what we put it out in the market for, but the but everybody we talked to was coming up with a new use and a new way and a new everything was new everything everybody had some problem that it was solving that we never even thought of. Uh, in doing so, we had people calling and sending us pictures and sending us video uh, that have farms that have animals that were were using pack animals already. And they're like, this is great. We can just hook it. We can just hook it right there and do the same work we were doing. And now we can do it even easier because we're loading at ground level. And um, so, um, yeah, we've um, oxen, mule. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've even, we, I don't have pictures of this, but I've even got somebody with sled dogs um, up in the Northeast who um, is, is using it uh, with sled dogs. I was going to say it'd be perfect for sled dogs. I have a friend in Minnesota who does sled dogs, and and I was it was just a perfect application for that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, are you a horse guy, William? Do you have horses? Uh, I I do not have horses. Uh, the closest uh, our our closest um, interaction with with animals like that. My uh, daughter um, was in high school was in 4-H and FFA. She showed cows, pigs, and, uh, and a chicken once, but, uh, <laughs> lots with cows and pigs. And, um, she is at Abraham Baldwin now in Tifton, uh, and getting ready to go to vet school. So, um, we have not, we have not, um, had horses, but we have had a lot of experience and a lot of uh, years around animals. But see, they're the perfect example of a man who's watching women do too much work. And you're like, we We've got to make this easier. What can I invent to make this easier? (laughs) Because if you see a bunch of women doing a lot of work, you feel like you then need to do a lot of work because I'm married. I understand. If I'm doing something, my husband's like going to come over and help and, and, uh, which is, which is great. And yeah, but you always, men always want to problem solve everything. And, uh, thank God you do because you came up with this cool invention. Yeah, yeah, that's um so one one of the things that we have heard from uh from people is that um how much it has expanded the capabilities that they can do. Not only has it made things they already do easier, but we've heard from people that have said, Oh, I needed this job done. I could not have done this by myself, but because of yard glider, I have been able to from building yeah. rock walls yeah. to doing, I mean, just, just all kinds of things. Well, and, and it just, 
Yeah, as you Good. said, the cool thing about it is, is you don't have to lift. You can just roll something right onto mm-hmm. it and pull it yeah. and go. And the other thing that that I noticed when we were using it yesterday, of course, we're in Tennessee and it's you know still solid mud, February mud. And I was moving um, some bamboo, and it was a pretty big load of bamboo from. Um, one side of the farm to the other and I had to go through a muddy area and when I did it kind of smoothed the mud out so mm-hmm. that was kind of exciting yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um it, it's it, it's it's crazy how versatile it is and um I mean you almost you have to use it to really get a grasp of of how much it can help because you would yeah. think it's it's too simple it's it's too simple and it can't be as effective as it is, but it, it truly, it truly is. Um, what, what about yeah. long-term, um, I don't know, storage care? I mean, what, what do you do to it to, or if anything, to, to make it last? Um, as far as care, there's not a whole lot that you have to do to do, to do for it. Um, and along the lines with that with storage. So what we recommend is, uh, storing it flat. That's the absolutely easiest way to do it. Then it's ready to go next time you need it. You can even store it flat on a, on a garage floor, shop floor, and park on top of it. So then you're not taking up any extra space. Uh, if you have a trailer and you need to take it with you, put it in your trailer, you know, and then, and park whatever equipment you're taking right on top of it. And, you know, it's perfect for that. So that's, that's one of the ways we really recommend to store it. Um, it can be loosely rolled for storage if need be. Um, but, uh, flat is, is always the preferred way. Um, and the, the polymer it is. Okay. So the yard gliders, the, the, they are black. Um, so it has a, and, and with that, the, the, the makeup of it is, um, um, UV resistant. So it, it doesn't want to get brittle in the sun, but we always recommend, you know, keep it out of the sun when you can, because, you know, everything eventually can, can, sun's going to damage it. Um, but really that's about it. It doesn't get, uh, the brittle point, uh, on the one you have the pro 10 and on all of the pro and X models, the brittle point is, I believe, negative 225 Fahrenheit. So, um, so colder climates, you don't have to worry about it getting brittle. Um, so it's, oh, and it's, it's a chemically inert, um, material. So, um, very few things just not, are not, you know, they're not going to react with it and you're not going to get, have issues that way. Um, it's just, it has a lot of uses, um, in a, in, in a lot of different markets and it's known for being extremely strong, low coefficient of friction, just tough. So, so when you were developing this, did you have like some epic fails? I mean, you tried something and it's like, holy cow, this just broke apart or it didn't work or it didn't last. And, and you had to go back to the drawing board. We, um, I, I won't say that we had an epic fail, but, I think the funniest story that I actually don't think I've ever I've ever told publicly um, is we the first one we built. So we built some, we tested them, and we used them, and they worked great. And um, so we knew what we were building and how we were building it and what it needed to be. So we we launched. A few days after we launched, we had our first sale. So then we're like, okay, well, somebody bought one. So we started to build one. And even though we knew what we were doing, we didn't have the how quite right. (laughs) So instead of it being 
seven minutes or 10 minutes to build. I think the first one, we were a good four hours into it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we realized that right then that the, um, the business model wasn't going to work quite, <laughs> quite <laughs> like we wanted to if we could improve on that. Um, so that's probably, it wasn't, um, I won't say an epic fail, but it was just, it was just something that it was, it was kind of funny. Um, we quickly improved from there and, um, we are cranking them out now and they are all made, um, we're in Northwest Florida. They're all made right here by hand. We're, um, all made made in America. So, um, we, um, we're very proud of that. Um, but yeah, that that was we we look back at that first one that we built and and laugh occasionally because um, it definitely there was that a lot of that person got a really good one. I mean, they really did. Like, they really, they really did. <laughs> yeah. Now what what I'd like to do is um, before we let you go, I just want to give everybody a ballpark on how much these cost. There's if you go to yardglider.com, there's tons of different measurements depending on how much you want. You want wider or longer, uh, thicker, and they start at 157 and go up to like 369. So it's not like you're out thousands of dollars like you would be for a flatbed or something like that. So again, check them out at yardglider.com. People love it when I give a price of you know if they have an idea. Uh, so. And- if it's if it's okay, I'd also like to say, um, so I can even do uh, something better for you guys. Um, use your listeners can use the code HRN for ten percent off any regular price yard glider. Awesome. HRN is your coupon code. You guys go check it out. Yardglider.com. Thank you so much for joining us and, and uh, letting us know. I just think it's so cool when people see a problem and they decide themselves to come up with a solution. And that's what you did, William. So thank you for being on. Thank you. We'd like to thank WinTech for being a sponsor. Life is too short for heavy tack. At half the weight of a traditional leather saddle, tacking up is simply a breeze with any WinTech light saddle. Side note, it's also nice to have it on your arm and you open a stall door and like not going to like cramp your muscles because it's so light. It's crazy. My Wintech light is so light. It's one of the reasons I love mine so much. You'll feel secure in the super soft and grippy seat of the Wintech light all purpose deluxe saddle while your horse enjoys the super soft panels that mold in and around their muscles and or layers of fat as, <laughs> as I'm learning with my uh, super easy keeper and illusion, uh, for a little fun and add some personality to your Wintech light with a range of changeable cantles that can be swapped to suit your mood. I'm, they have like flags for countries and stuff. And I'm trying to find like the Spanish flag and I can only get that over in Australia. So I'm trying to let it happen to come to the U S. Uh, but you can find out why the Wintech all-purpose deluxe saddle is my favorite. You can go to wintech-saddles.com, W-I-N-T-E-C-saddles.com. All right, and now it's time, Lisa, for Really Bad Ads. Yay! My favorite segment. Pay it. I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse trading, they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading, well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. We get to announce the prizes for today. The first one, this is for the month here. Uh, the Eco Gold Calmatech Saddle Pad. 
for those who don't, this saddle pad is like a $215 value. This is the coolest saddle pad. Let me read about it. Gentle soothing relief for the sensitive horse. Developed for a barn fire survivor, Eco Gold's Comatech trademark saddle pad is lined with medical fleece. The soft layer reduces friction and pressure points. It also dissipates moisture to alleviate discomfort and prevent irritation. Shimmable for the perfect fix. The winner can pick the color and the style. They have English or Western. Now, uh, I love this pad because I use it for every thoroughbred that comes in. So, and you know, all the, the thoroughbreds that come in are all different shapes. And I have a Wintex saddle that I put on them because sometimes I like to roll uh, <laughs> with the saddle on. And uh, I use this pad under all of them. And I only ride them in this saddle a couple times, but it helps it fit every horse. It's crazy. Not, not that I'm going to spend a whole lot of time in the tack in the saddle that might not fit them, but this allows enough pressure and release points. To, I don't know why I'm doing a commercial for them. It's a prize. It's going to be awesome. I want uh, one. I, no, you've sold me. I, I, I absolutely want one. Yeah. I just use it on everybody. Yeah. And it's like the, for the first ride, I'm like, okay, I know I'm not going to like cause any damage by using a crap old nine hundred year yeah. old saddle on these yeah. horses, you know, <laughs> anyway, uh, this, Second prize, Lisa, is is the Oak Equestrian Range Boots and Oak Socks. It's an $87 value. This rugged footwear is designed to handle whatever barn life throws your way. These boots will stand up to whatever your day entails while keeping your feet dry, comfortable, and supported. And the waterproof construction means you can slog through the mud, the morning dew, or give baths without worry, while the grippy outsole provides traction on even the most undulating terrain. I love this. The lace-up construction provides customizable support to your feet and ankles for all-day comfort. Now, that's something every one of us needs. Absolutely. And the final thing is the Rhino Hex Stop Turnout, $339 value. Uh, it's a 100D propylene outer shell incorporating a unique hexagonal shape. God, these are like very fancy. I know. Commercials we're reading. Yeah. <laughs> Equipped with innovative fabric that features unique barrier technology. I mean, Tony Stark invented all the prizes that we're giving away, okay? Uh, which offers an additional protective, waterproof, and breathable layer using aqua trans technology. It comes with an anti-static and antibacterial shine-enhancing polyester lining, and the sure-fit neck design with V-front closures gives freedom of movement. Can I just go back to the anti-static? Anti yes. How many times do you put a blanket on a horse <laughs> or take one off and it's like, click, 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 click. Oh, yeah. oh my God, they see me coming. They're like, not until you dip your hands. <laughs> in the water bucket do you get to come at me with that <laughs> um the rug is also compatible with the detachable liner system allowing versatility for additional warmth for those in colder climates who clip and that is a 339 dollars value so all in all these prizes are over 600 dollars in value like i said if you have not submitted a really bad ad and you're listening go get yourself on facebook or craigslist and send us the ridiculous things like tabby did all right <clears throat> here we go oh, this is a from the oklahoma horses facebook page and now i've realized lisa that my accent my southern accent is tipping very oklahoma these days because i hear it all the time <laughs> um, but I, now i should be able to do this, do this one pretty good you two go year it. okay no punctuation 
Two-year-old grade Palomino Gelden was gelded last weekend around 14 three-hands tall leads load stands tied easy catch and has have had five rides on him, but we haven't rode him yet with him just being gelded. Thank you. Okay. Gentle as can be, but never offered to bite or kick. Absolutely loves attention. Would make a jam-up horse in the arena or pasture. Has a short lope in the pasture that looks as smooth as can be. Gets along great with other horses. He's in Salisaw, Oklahoma, so you can just send me a message for more information. Okay, so let me get this straight. He looks nice in the pasture, so he should ride good. <laughs> but That's you the know correlation. what? We ain't ridden him because we just gelded him, but we we ain't ridden him yet. Okay. He's actually really pretty. He's actually <laughs> cute. Yes, he is. He I is. mean, of course, every picture of his of his butt heading towards his face, but whatever. That's a thing with that. That's type. a quarter horse thing. But yes, yeah. he's very cute and he looks, you know, looks nice. But <laughs> yeah. At least yeah. he's not covered in mud in the picture, so there's that. There is that. There is that. Okay. So Charlotte sent in this ad and it says, <laughs> so we'll trade for six-year-old 17-2 hand Irish sport horse imported dapple gray. No time wasters. I know what these are worth. And the photo is of about two dozen eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this going around with like, uh, like my husband's on a page where they, it's like airplanes. And it's like, I'm looking for this to type of airplane. We'll trade. Here it is. Yeah. No time wasters. I know what these are worth. Yeah. <laughs> they even talked about it. Uh, the egg prices on the Grammys. Did you, did you yes. happen to hear that clip? Yes, I did. Trevor Noah's like, talking to taylor swift and he's like oh your swifties your fans are so great and they just can move mountains and they've taken it on Ticketmaster and all this can they do something about egg prices <laughs> and all i was thinking while i was watching that is taylor swift plays along really well i thought but the fact that i was like yeah taylor swift has no idea how much eggs are okay because probably she doesn't not go to the grocery store <laughs> probably not uh gwenna sent the next one in Quality horses in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and Virginia. I'm posting for a neighbor. They have a gated building approximately <laughs> G-A-T-E-D, like a gated building. Approximately gated building. nine years old, was trained 30 days in March, and is up to date on shots and coggins. Located in Newberry, South Carolina, you can pay me for more information, and it is a picture of a little paint horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a gated building. It's a gated building. <laughs> Do you think that this person was putting like an ad on like the building for sale Facebook page and then the horses for sale and just got it confused? Very possibly. Copy paste. Very possibly. Yes. And so so someplace there is a picture of a gated building <laughs> with a with a horse got, ad. We yeah. got a horse for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Um, Tamara sent this one in, uh, Second Chance Horses in Washington and Oregon. Okay, um, got to take a deep breath for this one. Blaze, 13-year-old Red Dun Gelding, 15-2-HH. He's a project horse. We got him a couple nights ago and did fine. I think he needs a refresher. Was told he was used as a trail host. He's very sweet, stiff, a bit spooky, located in Bend, Oregon, can possibly deliver. Describe the picture on the right. 
so the picture on the right is um, a silhouette, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> and what I can see with my bad eyes is um, uh, a pine tree and the upper body of somebody who's probably sitting on a horse, but I can't really see the horse. It's not your bad eyes. I'm just going to go <laughs> with the fact that they took a picture in the dark without yes. a flash. <laughs> That's going to sell a horse. I need that horse. Look how beautiful. Wait, what? I can't see it. Uh, see horse. Danielle said this next one. And horse is for sale $950. And I think this is a Craigslist ad. Yeah. And the yeah. town is called Peculiar. Can you Google that and see where Peculiar is? I will, I will Google is? that. Because yes. there can't be a lot of peculiars. That's hard to say, too, by the way. Say that three times. Peculiar. Peculiar. To yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two horses for sale. One 15-year-old mare dapple gray and one thoroughbred quarter gilded 19-year-old with weed-free brome hay to get foul <laughs> late June. <sighs> Peculiar is in Missouri. Oh, perfect. Well, <laughs> you can go to Peculiar, Missouri and get this little gray horse and it's not dapple gray there's not a dapple on this horse it's just a no. white horse with a gray mane <laughs> <laughs> yeah in missouri in missouri so patty sent the next one um oh my god oh my god okay so it says 10 year old 16 hand metrosexual gelding for sale <laughs> He's a sensitive soul that enjoys quiet time, grass pasture, and a good old cookie with some of Oregon's finest cash crop. <laughs> he just likes loud noises. Trailers. Is there cash crop pot? I think so, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I believe so. <laughs> he just likes loud noises, trailers, tying, running barrels, and me. He prefers weekly Cairo Beamer spa treatments, but there's actually nothing wrong with his sissy poonanny ass. <laughs> he he prefers his head high enough. It cuts off oxygen to his brain, giving a rider a spectacular view of the vacant space between his ears. He can run in the 1D and has placed at rodeos, but in recent years has decided being a useless feed-burning welfare recipient is much more his gig. His bloodlines have not a single F, not one effing French flip, fame fling nothing. He's a pure racetrack runoff. If his lifestyle might fit yours, please reach out for his digits. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> I love that. He puts his high head enough, cuts up the oxygen <laughs> to his brain, and gives the writer a spectacular view of the vacant space between oh, his Oh, that ears. was a great ad. Very good. Very good, Patty. Yeah. Uh, the next one comes in from Taylor. Short and sweet. So I'll read the next two. Horse, horse and Ponies Facebook page. I have a half Tennessee Walker and a half standard bread, B-R-E-A-D broke, to ride. Easy to catch. Him 18 years old has one I dose not bother him. <laughs> Lesson. Where were people when spelling class was given in third grade? I don't know. I mean, the little blue wiggly line underneath it means there's something wrong. Okay. Yes, <laughs> this is true. Glade sent this one in. So raw, gelding and paint, Mayer, M-A-I-R, $1,500 in Cave City. I have a nice eight-year-old, so raw, gelding he broke. Two ride has... <laughs> Been started on barrels before we got him. He 1500 also have 12 year old paint mare. She broke 
but needs experience. Ride her, rider on her has a lot of go to her, no buck or anything. Call or text. I will not reply to scams. Well, let me, how do you know it's a scam until you reply? Okay. Glenn. There you and go. Reply to them and then copy it and send it to me. I wonder if she talks the way she writes. I, 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 there, there's no way anybody can talk like that. <laughs> we would hope. We would hope. Okay. So, so Nate and Katie sent the next one in. Oh Says my God. Kate and Nate. How cute is that? Yeah. yeah. Kate and Nate. Uh, trade for your horse, Ogden, Utah. $3,000. Picture of a truck. Description. Condition used. Fair, normal wear. Hello. Would like to trade my expedition for your horse. Thank you. Really? <laughs> you want to trade an expedition for a horse? I don't care what horse, just your just, horse. Just your horse. I would like your to horse. trade my expedition for your horse. Your horse. Yes. Yes. Do you so. think that, like, not that Nate and Kate wrote the ad, but in my head they did. So it's like Kate was like, I want a horse and you have 15 cars. And Nate's like, listen here, you can't get rid of my. And so Kate. Now, again, they sent this ad. They didn't write it. But Kate was like, you know what? I'm putting your car on Craigslist. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But so, so what's confusing to me is there's a price here, $3,000, which leads me to believe that they want to sell the expedition. Because how well, can you trade when there's a price involved? You obviously trade for a horse that is worth no more than $3,000. Okay. That would make sense. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are great. Thank you for sending these ads. Oh, my stomach hurts. That was so funny. Um, <clears throat> Again, these prizes are amazing. If you come across a bad ad, just send it to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. You're really bad ad. And uh, we have a little bit of a post show for you here. Lisa and I are going to have one. We're going to talk about ponies, sort of, sort of about yeah. ponies. Yeah. All right. Everybody have a great day. Lisa, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. It's always fun. Spay, neuter, and geld.